So this is going to be good. 14 laps to look forward to. It is going to be round 24 of the Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship. The final few cars now into place. Aaron Taylor-Smith and Rick Parfit. We've got also uh, the cars towards the back of uh, well, Nicholas Hamilton is not too sure where he's going there. I think he's gone far too far forward. I think he's trying to find the pit lane, to be fair. So Nicholas Hamilton... Yeah, he's going to find the gap for the pit lane. So he'll be missing from the grid. We've got uh, towards the back, Ashhand and Dexter Patterson. Uh, we are good to go with 28 on the starting line. Five-second board is held aloft. And let's get ready for 14 laps of action from the Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship. And it is a demon start from the BMWs, as expected. Stephen Jelly gets a blast away from Colin Turkington. And to the inside there is going to be Dan Robottom up into not quite third place because Josh Cook has that one. But it's the Halfords Honda which sits in fourth just behind Josh Cook. Yep, so it is going to be Stephen Jelly that leads the way from Colin Turkington in second position. Third place at the moment is Josh Cook is there in first place. Uh, third place with Tom Ingram at the moment in fourth place. Daniel Robotton couldn't quite get the job done. And then he's pushed a little bit offline by Rory Butcher. So I think Rory Butcher might just go through at the will of the Toyota. But Daniel Robotton is fighting back. And Jake Kill in the BMW is all over the grass on the exit of Seagrave Corner. That is going to drop him well and truly down through the order. But as expected, the two BMWs, fantastic start. Stephen Jelly leads the way. Certainly does. They are not getting away, though, because Josh Cook straight away onto the tail of Colin Turkington. So here comes the King of Thruxton to the inside, which is going to do the job. So Josh Cook goes to second place on the run down towards Church Corner. So he is determined to get at least a win here in the second meeting at Thruxton. And straight away, he sets his sight on the race leader. So here we go. BMW up against Honda, down towards the club chicane for the first time. And Josh Cook squeezes to the back of the BMW in towards the chicane. There's a slightest bit of contact there between the two of them but it will be Stephen Jelly that leads the charge to the line at the end of the first lap Josh Cook up into second place third place for that of Colin Turkington uh, and Tom Ingram is the last of those in the battle as they work their way through Allard Corner good start from Rory Butcher up to fifth place and Dan Robottom completes the top six yeah I thought that Josh Cook was going to go for it there on the running towards the club she came but he thought better of it so early into this slightly shortened 14 lap race Stephen Jelly leads the way Josh Cook quicker through the first part of the complex at Campbell but the door wasn't open for him so he has to took himself back behind once more. They head round through Seagrave Corner. We've got contact further back as Rick Parfit is battered into the side of, and I think it was probably the number 77 car that made contact with him, which is Sam Osborne. So Rick Parfit leaving the scene. Sam Osborne, I think with a broken rear toe link, is going to retire his car uh, on the exit of Cobb Corner. He's off to the left of the circuit, but not in the safest of places at the moment. Uh, Josh Cook, though, looking to strike while the iron's hot here. He doesn't want uh, the, the car ahead of him, Stephen Jelly, to build that tyre temperature uh, as quick as possible so he needs to go now while he can while the BMWs continue to build the temperature into the tyre so again a great run through Church Corner he thinks about the outside line then he squeezes back to the inside again up the run through Woodham Hill this time the job is done surely for Josh Cook to go for the lead of the race which he does so Josh Cook in the BTC Racing Honda goes through there's a big cheer in front of the commentary box as he works his way to the front of the field so lots of points to try and get out, grab from this race uh, whilst Colin Turkington Tom Ingram and the rest are a little bit further back but now for Josh Cook of course Mark, it's about defending. It is. It's all about defending. So at his local circuit, the King of Throxton, uh, we know that the combination of Josh Cook and Honda in general have been 
the combination to beat here at Thruxton in more recent years, but there's no overtaking this time coming into the complex because we've still got the stricken car of Sam Osborne off to the left-hand side of the circuit. So as they leave Seagrave, that's when they can start to overtake again. And Josh Cook at the moment has just about enough gap between himself and the chasing pack so as to not worry too much. If anything, he's, even with the slipstream, struggling to stay with him, Stephen Jelly, as he sits there in second position. Fastest man that time through. Rory Butcher in fourth place. That's George the early Gamble. fastest lap. George Gamble into pit lane and Jason Plato into pit lane as well. Yeah, left front punch by the looks of it for Jason Plato. So he just managed to scrabble across the track through the chicane into the pits. But thank you, Alan, for, for that one, for the two cars to retire uh, for now by the looks of things. Uh, but yeah, Josh Cook is getting away. Colin Turkington now trying to get onto the back of his teammate, which he's going to do. He gets a much bigger run uh, round the outside. And just like the earlier race, uh, Stephen Jelly doesn't really fight that one. So Turkington to second now. Uh, it's going to be rear gunner for Stephen Jelly, I feel, in this one because Rory Butcher is coming quick in fourth place and Ash Sutton from 11th on the grid is up inside the top five places he's had a storming start in the Napa race in Ford Focus so he is determined to make sure he keeps this championship lead at the end of race number three yeah how many opportunities though has he been trying to utilize with the hem that's available to him because we know he's got very few laps when he can use it has he been using it to work his way up through the order and then he's going to struggle towards the tail end of this race we'll have to wait and see looks as though they're just going to continue to cover Sam Osborne's car with localized yellows at the moment so for the second time there's still no overtaking through the complex but Josh Cook what a fantastic job he's done since taking the lead of the race he's pulled out eight tenths of a second between himself and the new second place car of Colin Turkington we've also now as you mentioned got Ash Sutton up into fifth place debating Tom Ingram down into sixth yeah let's see if the, the speed of Colin Turkington can live with Josh Cook as it looks from where we can see it doesn't like the gaps coming down between the Honda and the BMW and before too much longer I think Stephen Jelly in third place could be under attack as well from Rory Butcher as a bit of dust uh, from the lead pack just gets kicked up there but nothing to allow them to run wide uh, and lose time up through Woodham Hill so it all looks fairly stable for the top five Ash Sutton's getting closer and closer to the top four now so he is looking absolutely poised to make more progress within this race as he gets that car lovely turn through the chicane uh, and now tries to get onto terms with Roy Butcher as onto the hem there is Tom Ingram so he's trying to bring that gap down uh, from sixth to fifth and it's a fair old gap at the minute for Tom Ingram to try and close on Josh Cook new fast this lap of the race, 1 minute 16.529, increases his lead advantage to almost one and a half seconds now between himself and Colin Turkington in second place, Stephen Jelly, Rory Butcher, then Ash Sutton completing the top five, bit of a gap after Ash Sutton to the next of the cars, which is going to be there in sixth place, which is going to be Tom Ingram, and the other car we need to try and keep an eye on, Matt, as well, is the progress of Jake Hill back through the order. He's just picked up an extra place this time heading past me, which must now mean he has gone through and ahead of the number 21 car of Ricky Collard. Uh, yes, that's going to be 13th place, isn't it? In fact, he's still side by side with Ricky Collard on the run through Noble, so he's going to be on the outside line in the MB Motorsport BMW. He tries to get the BMW tucked then to the inside of Rory on the run down towards Goodwood, and I think that should be, yeah, job done. So now it is confirmed uh, for Jake Hill. Uh, a bit of uh, use of the hem there just to kind of confirm that place, uh, but Jake Hill absolutely with the, the red mist in front of him trying to claw his way back up the points order as it stands he's going to be in 13th place uh, next man on the list is Dan Lloyd and there's now a few cars uh, in terms of the gap he needs to close down to get back onto terms with Dan so we, we head through onto lap number uh, 5 of the race sorry lap 6 with 5 completed and the gap between Cook and Turkington on that occasion is extended once more to 1.6 seconds
That's about another tenth of a second gained, isn't it, for Josh Cook, looking to try and stitch up another victory here at Thruxton, but there's still a long way to go. They're only on lap number six of the rescheduled 14 so far. Rui Butcher in fourth place, also now starting to come under a little bit more pressure from Ash Sutton that sits behind. The two of them lapped to within thousandths of a second last time through. We've also got no more localised yellows up here at uh, the compacts, which means that we can get some overtaking in and done again. And certainly one of those that was looking to try and do so was Tom Chilton, who is absolutely wheel-to-wheel -wheel with uh, one of the cars heading out of uh, Seagrave and starting to build the speed. And Tom Chilton, I think, might have snuck a place there as they head up towards Noble that time through. Uh, yes, that's going to be Ash Hand by the looks of it. And the one they are battling with as well is Jade Edwards. So we've got this four-way scrap. You've got Aaron Taylor-Smith on the rear as well uh, in the Cupra. So that's all going on on the big screens as they work their way now down towards Church Corner. Uh, as they do that, back with us comes Josh Cook. And on this occasion, it looks like the gap out front may just be coming down between him and Colin Turkington. That's what the sector times are showing at the minute. But uh, let's see if Colin can bring the gap down from 1.6 seconds as they cross the line. Uh, still third place for Stephen Jelly, Rory Butcher in fourth place, but now with an even closer Ash Sutton, so this is game on for him as well. Yeah, absolutely, Ash Sutton, I say, last time through, lapped to within the thousandths of a second of what Rory Butcher had done. This time through, Ash Sutton is about a tenth of a second quicker, so the gap definitely has come down between Ford Focus and Toyota Corolla that time through, but he's still, frustratingly, just a little bit too far away. The other car I'm still keeping an eye on is what is going on with the progress of uh, Jake Hill, the next of the cars he's going to want to try and unpick. He's going to be Dan Lloyd, I think, is the next of those. So he's not that far behind Dan Lloyd as the speeds build again as they disappear out of my view. You'll have the race leaders heading out of Goodwood and up towards Village. Uh, yep, here they come then. So we can see the, the three cars, four cars in the distance out there in the uh, front of the order. But as you said, yeah, Jake Hill now about two tenths back from Dan Lloyd. So he's going to pick up a toe short. In fact, I can see him now all over the back of uh, that car ahead of him, Dan Lloyd. Uh, one of the Infinities is off there as well, which uh, potentially could be uh, Dexter Patterson who's been involved in that kind of Jade Edwards battle uh, so I'll confirm that for you next time through but uh, one of the affinities a little bit slow on the run down towards Church Corner uh, Jake Hill is not yet past Dan Lloyd but very much closing on the brakes down towards the uh, club chicane on this occasion and if he gets on his hem he might be able to charge through up towards the line and think about a move in towards Allard Corner so let's keep an eye on Jake Hill and in fact on the acceleration through the exit of club chicane he loses a bit of uh, ground to Dan Lloyd. I'll keep an eye on that then as they appear over my right shoulder any second now so everybody in the top five sort of holding station and then uh, the next of the cars heading through is going to be Jake Hill who has almost drawn himself alongside Dan Lloyd Dan Lloyd almost pushes him wide we've got Bobby Thompson all over the tarmac on the uh, outside of Campbell he's going to shortcut across the grass on the inside of Cobb and will rejoin but that is going to drop Bobby Thompson a long long way down through the order only now does he rejoin the tarmac Dusty tyres to try and clean off as well, and he's going to lose one, two, three, four places. I think it's problems for Bobby Thompson. Wouldn't surprise me if he was destined for the pits at the end of the lap. Uh, waits if he uh, emerges then into the pit lane. The the infinity that was slow, in fact, was uh, Aidan Moffitt, so not Dexter Patterson, as I originally said. So Moffitt into the pit lane as well uh, with some dramas. But had, a, had a wide, gra grassy moment. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's never good, is it, here at Thruxton? Uh, so uh, thanks very much for that one, Alan. Uh, what's happening here for fourth place? Well, again, Rory Butcher at the minute is just about hanging on to this from Ash Sutton. So uh, the pressure is there, but as of yet, he hasn't been able to squeeze his way through. So he uh, continues on his way. Tom Ingram still sits just behind in sixth position. Uh, Dan Rowe bottom fairly close uh, to him. And then Michael Kreese inside the top nine, or in fact, top eight now. Bobby Thompson has disappeared uh, with Camish and Shedden rounding out your top ten. 
And yeah, Bobby Thompson did finally get going, so I'm, maybe it was just a mistake and it took him a while to get the car back up and running again, but it just seemed a lot longer than I would have thought. So they're on lap number nine of 14 as things currently stand. It looks as though uh, uh, Jake Hill has now sort of plateaued, really, because he can't work his way through and past Dan Lloyd's Hyundai, but equally as much, he's got the, uh, the uh, Ricky Collard, second of the Toyota Corolla sitting right behind him as well so if Jake Hill goes for it it doesn't quite work then he might lose a position that's the difficult thing is he? he wants to try and make progress but Josh Cook absolutely sublime 2.1 seconds he leads by on lap number nine so yeah he carries on his way uh, you're right Mark Bobby Thompson is into the pit lane so uh, the problems that you described there for us didn't really uh, come to anything more than just carry on slowing down on that uh, previous lap so Bobby Thompson is into the pits as well uh, leaders back towards us once more here comes Sutton it's going to happen surely on the outside in towards the club chicane he thought about a move there but Rory Butcher has the line and the place for now covered uh, unless he gets a better run through the chicane and onto the start finish line which is not not too uncommon here and Sutton is still pushing all the way down through Allard Corner so there's nothing to choose between 4th and 5th uh, can they do anything down towards the complex let's have a quick look as they come in towards the complex they'll be pretty much nose to tail but Ash Sutton is a little bit too far back this time Rory Butcher just takes the usual line in towards the corner and is nice and neat and tidy including the apex we've also got just behind them Tom Ingram who has got the car of Daniel Robottom in the Halfords Honda not too far away Michael Kreese is having another good run again isn't he at the wheel of the 777 car Shaw's PMR Vauxhall Astra so that's a good little trio they'll be fighting over what is uh, going to be sixth seventh and eighth places as things currently stand but Josh Cook again that time through another one tenth of a second quicker than Colin Turkington and certainly at the moment looking good value to potentially scoop up what for him would be win number five wouldn't it this year yeah 2.2 seconds clear at the minute over Colin Turkington so uh, things for him at the minute look uh, comfortable as he works his way to the completion of lap number 10 uh, which means we're going to have four to go at the end of this one uh, Michael Creech you mentioned there as well yeah good running performance in this race but uh, he's only going to equal his, his best performance of the season uh, so far Tom Ingram is under pressure as well now because Dan Robottom uh, thinks about the move around the outside which is going to get done surely yes he does so Dan Robottom a fantastic move around uh, the outside of Tom Ingram but then of course the acceleration out the corner who's on him well Tom Ingram is uh, but with it Tom needs to look in the mirrors now because Michael Creech is all over the tail but uh, wonderful move there for Dan Robottom to go up into sixth place yeah absolutely textbook move wasn't it in towards the club chicane and as he heads now in towards the braking area for the complex Michael Kreese is looking to see whether there's a gap he can shove the Astra up the inside of his side by side with Tom Ingram on the outside line as they head round through Cobb Corner so that's not going to work he's going to have to tuck himself back behind once more but there was half a glimmer of hope there for Creasy to try and squeeze his way through but good driving by Tom Ingram just positioned the car exactly where he needed to to prevent uh, losing a uh, further place so Josh Cook on his merry way for the first time in a while the lead advantage actually came down over the course of that lap came down by two tenths of a second but it's still around two seconds from Josh Cook back to Colin Turkington Plato into pit lane for the second time so too Nick Hamilton Thank you, Alan. Yeah, so a couple more dramas for a couple of the cars in this final race of the day for the Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship. Uh, Michael Creasy is determined uh, not to finish in eighth place again, isn't he? Because as we saw, he was trying to make that move uh, on Ingram down where Mark is. But uh, Ingram's put up a good defence as of now. But now that Robottom's got through, actually, he has started to pull away from the Hyundai. So I wonder if that is starting to struggle in the hands of Tom Ingram. Uh, just up the road, Ash Sutton still not uh, backing off in terms of the pressure he's putting onto the back of Rory Butcher. 
uh, that time through, the gap was just under four tenths of a second. But uh, as he keeps trying, Mark, he just can't find that way and that gap through, can he? Yeah, well, Ash Sutton will know that things are so, so tight in terms of the championship. Uh, you, know, you could argue he is the championship leader at the moment. Might be tied jointly on points with Colin Turkington, but, you know, they both have the same amount of wins, but it's one more extra second place for Ash Sutton. So, in theory, on countback, he would be the championship leader. And, you know, Matt, how close it is in the British Tory Car Championship. Year after year after year, it goes to the final race of the championship season. And you know, if we were to have a draw on points, you then have to go to countbacks. So you've got to keep pushing in every single race. You've no choice. Exactly, and if Dan Camish wouldn't have kind of backed off and let Ash Sutton through in that earlier race, that would have been, of course, the loss of a few more points. And all the points at this stage of the season, to be fair, any race this year is important. But now we're getting to the kind of pointy end of the, the, the championship year. Uh, you just need to think about everything. So if Ash Sutton can get past Rory Butcher, it's the points that he may need in that final round. So it's all important that he keeps pushing, puts the pressure on, and tries to squeeze the matter as best as he possibly can. Because as it stands, the man who's joined with in the championship is up the road they're in second place so Colin Turkington would leave this weekend as the championship leader once again so Ash Sutton needs to push on now and all of a sudden Stephen Jelly has backed off the pace and falls into the clutches of Rory Butcher so we could have a, a fight here for the final step on the podium uh, so we'll keep an eye towards that as they appear into shot yeah absolutely it does look as though Stephen Jelly now getting caught by Rory Butcher who's bringing with him Ash Sutton so Stephen Jelly is he just acting as a sort of rear gunner really to let Turkington get away and then just make it ever more difficult for those behind to try and catch him in terms of the few remaining laps that we've got in this slightly shortened race because they're already on lap number 13 so past me for the penultimate time the speeds begin to build out on the back section of the circuit uh, Adam Morgan also looking to try and see if he can sneak his way through and ahead of Ollie Jackson but that's not quite going to work as they head past me but that's a good little fight again that's well worth watching out for it might be for 14th and 15th but they were nose to tail Yep, certainly were. So on they push now for the completion of this lap, and we are very shortly to head on to the last lap of the race. So the top five come through. Uh, I think Rory Butcher is closer to Stephen Jelly than Ash Sutton is to him. So this could be, uh, as we said, a change for the final step on the podium as they work their way up towards the club chicane for the penultimate time of asking. Uh, Rory Butcher still not going to get that win, I don't think, for the first time this year. Uh, still going to be the highest man in the championship not to have a win, but he's going to push for a podium at least as they work their way across the line for the start of the last lab. Uh, behind them is still Dan Robottom, Tom Ingram, Michael Kreese, Dan Camish and Gordon Shedden to round out the top ten. Yeah, and an off at Church as well. And is that going to be the BMW? Was it? Couldn't quite tell who it was off at Church from that angle. A quick replay you can see on the big screens. It is uh, one of the car gods, BMWs, that is off. Not the only car, though, but past me for the final time. Josh Cook is looking good here. He'll be absolutely delighted that he's back to winning ways. We know that he is good at Thruxton. The records show that he is the most successful driver at this circuit. The records show that Honda is the car to beat at this circuit. And, well, it looks as though he's on his way to a victory. Yeah, it was Adam Morgan, by the way, the, the spinning BMW, the race three winner here at Thruxton back in May. So uh, not the same rewards, unfortunately, uh, for the second visit. So Morgan in on what would have been the last lap for him. But, yep, yeah, Josh Cook looking good. It was a fantastic start. The pressure just kept coming, didn't it, on the BMWs up front. And he hasn't looked back since. So here he comes down towards the final corner. It's going to be a fifth win of the season, but he's going to extend 
his winner record here at Thruxton to be definitely the king of Thruxton. Josh Cook comes through the final corner. Round 24 of the Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship is won by BTC Racing and the Honda. Josh Cook takes victories here at Thruxton in race number three. Second place goes to the uh, once again championship leader leaving Thruxton of Colin Turkington and Stephen Jelly will come through to make it a team BMW at two and three on the podium. So once again, where the BMWs haven't really shown in terms of podiums in the first two races, uh, they come back strong in the third and final race. Rory Butcher picks up fourth place uh, just off that step. Fifth place then for number one, Ash Sutton. What a drive again. Just shows testament to uh, the skill he has and, and why he's a three-time champion because with performances like that, uh, when he started from 11th on the grid and had pretty much the least of anyone in terms of hybrid energy management system, he gets himself through with a very, very good Ford Focus this weekend. The Napa Racing Team will be, I'm sure, delighted with a top five performance for Ash Sutton. Uh, sixth place goes away of Dan Rowbottom. Seventh place for Tom Ingram. So he loses uh, points in terms of Sutton and Turkington, but of course will keep himself ahead of Jake Hill. Eighth place goes away of Michael Kreese. So again, he equals his best performance of the season. He'll keep trying, I'm sure. But the Voxel Astra there in eighth place. Ninth place for the Team Halfords uh, with Cataclean Honda of Gordon Shedden. Uh, Dan Camish comes through then in tenth place. The uh, race one winner earlier today. He was second in race number two. It's going to be a tenth place in the third and final race for him. Dan Lloyd picks up eleventh place. Jake Hill is only good for twelfth, but it's still a few championship points as we leave here at Thruxton. Uh, Ricky Collard comes through in thirteenth place. Fourteenth place for Ollie Jackson. And the final point will go the way of Jack Boutel in car number 96. So that's how you have your top 15. Uh, independent win goes away of Josh Cook. Second for that of Michael Kreese. Uh, third place to Ash Hand. And the Jack Sears trophy winner for race number three is Jack Boutel. So he picks up the honours in that in car number 96. So uh, great stuff there. But Josh Cook, 10 wins now at this circuit. He goes above and beyond, doesn't he, every single time. And again, if you look back to race one, it could have been more this weekend if it wasn't for that little bit of a, a bit of contact he had through Seagrave. But uh, a win nonetheless to end the weekend. So now that takes him to five uh, this season. And he works his way back through the club chicane to get uh, an almighty cheer from uh, the local crowd. He is a local boy. So plenty of support here on home turf this weekend. In terms of the championship, we can just briefly tell you that Colin Turkington is still your championship leader. 311 points. Second place for Ash Sutton on 305 Third place for Tom Ingram on 293 and Jake Hill sits fourth on 288 points. Uh, with that win for Josh Cook, he now moves on to 243 points. So still a fair uh, few points back, uh, but with good rounds still to come uh, for Josh Cook at Silverstone uh, and definitely a brand's hatch on the Grand Prix circuit. He is not out of the equation just yet. So a good way to end the weekend uh, for Josh. He'll get the technical check at the top end of the pit lane. And once all is good, he'll be waved on uh, down towards the Park Ferme area. Uh, that's where Alan is standing by. And uh, I think he'll be another happy man, won't he? Because uh, with the trials and tribulations so far this weekend, uh, things haven't turned out uh, too badly for the BTC Racing uh, squad. Of course, they picked up a podium in the third race at uh, Snetterton with Jason Plato. But it's a win here in race number three for Josh Cook. So that makes it interesting, doesn't it? Three races to come at Silverstone, three at Brands Hatch, nothing to choose between the top four. Josh Cook still in the hunt as well. It's uh, just what we wanted. This is, again, the script that Alan Gow uh, loves at the end of uh, a quick fit British touring car season. So off he goes. All looks good for the BTC Racing with Rich Energy uh, sponsor down the side of the car. 
and I'm sure there'll be a big cheer uh, for him with the team, all the supporters this weekend uh, once he gets down to the Park Fermi area. So he is clear, he is through. Uh, the two BMWs now to be weighed as well. So uh, Colin Turkington uh, and Stephen Jelly just sorting themselves out. Uh, and Josh Cook now makes his way into that area where, uh, again, will he step on the top of the car? Will he just be very calm about this? Uh, I'm not too sure. I think he'll be very excited uh, and we'll wait to see what uh, uh, he has to say to Alan. He will be as cool and as calm <laughs> and as collected as you could possibly imagine. He brings the car to a stop down in Park Fairmay. The ITV team are there to do the interviews, so they'll carry out the interviews straight away. But Josh opens the door and climbs out the car. You can see from the eyes he's smiling away and <laughs> a, a big exhalation of breath as he closes the door pats two hands on the roof of the car and is rather relieved with that he continues to be the king of thruxton and gets a, a hug from the team and uh, the hug lasts quite a long time for josh cook that's uh, a, a quite a nice celebration it's a relief celebration i think after uh, the course of today and Louise Goodman is standing by to interview him as soon as the helmet comes off he pops it on the the roof of the car and gets himself ready for an interview so Josh Cook remains the king of Thruxton the local driver uh, comes from Bath and lives in Bristol these days and we'll have him on the podium in due course after the interviews are complete down here in Park Fairmay with ITV because the podium is what's coming up next.